Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform, and succeed from the privacy of your own home, at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. Now for our special guest. Hello, my name's Hugh Edwards, um, and I'm a casting director and a voice director. Um, I own two companies. The first one is a company called High Score Productions, uh, and High Score Productions primarily um, deals with uh, voice recording for uh, computer games and for television. So, for example, uh, I've done games like Harry Potter for Connect. Uh, I've done lots of things like Fallout 3, Iron Man 2, Captain America. Um, there's a, a huge list, which you can see on, on my website at high-score.co.uk. Um, I also run a company called Gravy for the Brain. Um, and uh, Gravy for the Brain is a company which specializes in voiceover training uh, on a global basis. Uh, we, do, um, we do local versions of courses, but primarily our main focus is on online training globally. Uh, we also have um, a specific product called the Elite Voiceover Mentoring Forum, where myself and uh, my business partner, Peter Dixon, uh, who is arguably the uh, most sought-after voice talent on the planet, um, and that's actually that's actually no uh, exaggeration. If you if you uh, if you look him up on Google, Peter Dixon, you'll you'll see all of his achievements. He's voiced over thirty thousand commercials, for example. Um, but for myself, um, I wanted to just have a quick chat with you today about um, voiceover casting and specifically uh, voiceover casting at Voices.com and on. Uh, play-to-play sites and subscription sites. Um, this is something that um, I do quite a lot um, when I'm doing games. Um, and we've we've actually developed a training course specifically based on this, which you can find at gravyforthebrain.com. Um, and this is, a, I guess, a kind of excerpt from it. Um, really to talk about um, how to approach, this is just one module out of the course, about how to approach online casting, P2P casting, subscription site casting, however you want to term it. Uh, we have a specific phrase for it, which is bespoke clip-based casting. Um, and if you think about that, really, um, there are really two different or three different types of casting, I suppose. There's the traditional normal acting school kind of casting, which is face-to-face casting in a room. Uh, and then for voiceover artists, there's showreel or demo reel based casting, which is where you send in a specific demo reel uh, just for one job. And then, of course, there is um, this one that I'm talking about, which is uh, live voiceover casting or bes- uh, bespoke clip-based casting. So here's a little excerpt from that course. Um, I hope you find it really useful. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with me, uh, you can get in touch with me at Hugh underscore Edwards. That's H-U-G-H underscore E-D-W-A-R-D-S at gravyforthebrain.com. Uh, and go and have a look at some of our stuff there. Um, here's the content. I hope you like it. So in this, we'll look at how to interpret briefs, exploring the idea of offering alternate versions of a performance. Put simply, this means that if there's ambiguity to a brief, which nine times out of 10 there is, you should deliver the script in different styles, in different scenarios, with different emotion or different accents, to give the casting director an idea of your range and to cover all bases in terms of interpreting the brief. 
You should always offer alternate versions, because who says your idea is exactly what the casting director is after? If you give just one version, you've basically decided for the director how this clip should sound, whilst offering no illustration of your range. So here's another casting call that we can use as a case study. What you're told is this. This is a character role. It's for a video game. The title is Battleground, and the character brief is Army Type, Quite Senior, Authoritative. Again, it's not a very comprehensive brief. You haven't been told the situation the character is in, where they're from, what their emotion is. But we can look for inspiration in all of the information you're given. The title is Battleground. So there are lots of different scenarios within a battle that you could explore. For example, you could perform the script as if in the middle of gunfire, which means you'd need to shout over the noise. You could do a version where you're whispering, as if you're trying not to be heard by the enemy troops. You might do a version where the character has been injured and is in pain. Another thing you haven't been told is what nationality they are. So if you're good at accents, you could offer a couple of versions with different accents to show your range. Here are some examples of the voice reels I might receive for this casting call, where they haven't put in much thought about it and have just offered one version. Enemy troops are over the hill. Get down! They've seen us! Run! Enemy troops are over the hill! Get down! They've seen us! Run! Enemy troops are over the hill! Get down! They've seen us! Run! You should get the picture that they're all basically the same. There's no thought to what kind of situation the character might be in or the different emotions these lines could be delivered with. There's no dramatic emphasis, no real intention at all, and there's only one way that they've delivered the line. So they're taking the chance that their performance is exactly what the casting director was looking for. Now here's an example of a voice reel that would stand out above the crowd. Enemy troops are over the hill. Get down! They've seen us! Run! Enemy troops are over the hill. Get down! They've seen us! Run! Ah, enemy troops are over the hill. Get down! They've seen us! Run! So this VO has thought about different situations for their character and combined it with different accents. You'll notice that he's combined the different situations and emotions with different accents, so that there are three performances which effectively demonstrate six examples of this guy's range. This is a clever way of going about it, because you want to show as much good stuff as you can to a casting director in a short period of time. On occasion, I've had literally thousands of submissions I've had to listen to for projects. An example of this is the Harry Potter video game, for which I did the casting and the voice direction. There were about 40 roles to cast, and for each of those there were probably an average of 200 audition reels for me and my casting team to listen to. Unfortunately, with this volume of clips to get through, I don't have time to listen to everyone's full recording. It's sad to say, but it's true. The reality is that I listen to a few seconds of most clips before I know whether I can skip on to the next. If I'm going to be impressed, you have to catch my attention quickly right from the beginning. So bearing this in mind, give me as much as you can in as short a time as possible.
Even if a casting director does listen to your whole reel, remember that the rule for the length of your clip is usually no longer than two minutes. So don't go overboard giving millions of different versions that might make your clip too long, particularly if there are quite a few lines you might need to be creative in the way that you demonstrate your capabilities and alternate versions without repeating the script lots of times and making your clip too long. You mustn't save the best version till the end. Get your best work in at the beginning to catch the ear of the casting director before they skip on. If your voice reel builds so that your best stuff is at the end, you've missed the point. You're giving the casting directors too much credit for having enough time to listen all the way through your reel. And I'm actually more likely to carry on and listen to more of your reel if I'm impressed from the very start. Another important thing to note about the clip we just heard is that each version follows the brief but shows a range of interpretations of the brief. It's important not to go off-piste and deviate from the brief, but offering different versions that fit the brief shows your ability to use your voice creatively and with some imagination. This will help you stand out. Apart from this, giving different versions shows that you have taken the time and effort to think through your performance. And that alone will set you apart from most of what the casting director hears. I know that from experience. It can be harder to give alternate versions when you get a more comprehensive brief, but it's still a good idea because there's usually at least some room for interpretation. So thanks very much. I really hope you enjoyed that. Um, and I look forward to doing more podcasts on Voices.com. Uh, thanks very much. My name again was Hugh Edwards and our company was Gravy for the Brain at gravyforthebrain.com. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for Voice Talent Membership today.